You're listening to the I Don't Know, Let's Ask My Mom podcast. I'm your coach, Karen, and this is episode 24, Stop Avoiding. Hey everyone, it's been a minute. We um, are kind of embarrassed to be on here today because we're talking about avoiding, but that's what we've been doing with this last episode is just avoiding it. We had a whole spring break together and we just avoided doing this episode the whole time we were together. But now we're not together and we got through that phase and now we're recording this episode. And... Just to point out, I know why we avoided because we started having thoughts that we're at this point in our podcast where haven't we already talked about this? Haven't we already talked about that? And we don't remember what we what we talked about. Yeah. And so that started feeling overwhelming. Yeah. And so in an effort to numb that feeling of overwhelm, we decided to avoid. To just eat and swim. Which was our feelings awesome. away, but I which think... was awesome. But but it but it was it was interesting though to see that we were just kind of ignoring something that matters to us, and that's yeah. why we think we think if we don't do it, then oh no problem today. But then we start we started remembering. Wait, we really care about the podcast. We actually really want to do this, yeah. right? And then. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't actually fix our overwhelm. We created more overwhelm. Yeah. I think it's so good, especially if you are avoiding, like to then recognize, okay, why am I avoiding? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to talk about avoiding and like buffering and like procrastinating yeah. today mm-hmm. because I feel like not only are those th- those things I tend to do a lot, but also it's like once you recognize why you're doing it or why it's maybe not helping you, it's easier to like recognize when you are doing it and kind of get out of it, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. um, Let's just go straight into it. Mom, what, why do we avoid? Well, because, okay, well, there, there's, everybody avoids because we are, there's, we're concerned about how we're going to feel. Okay. Okay. So, I feel like overwhelm is one of the best examples, especially, you know, like we've talked about your brother who has ADHD. He feels overwhelmed really easily. And so he, av- he wants to avoid. And, you know, I, I explained to him, like, I know it feels like if you don't do it, that your problem is solved. Yeah. And to him, for some reason, it really is. Like he really, like he'll have homework and he'll avoid it and he'll really think that it's the problem is solved. Yeah. And I keep trying to show him, like, it comes back. Like, now you have five things due in this class. And we're getting there. We're getting there. Mm -hmm. But but we the the whole reason why we do or don't do anything in our lives is because of a feeling. Yeah. So usually when we are avoiding something, it's because we don't want to feel this feeling. Okay. Okay? And, And we've talked about in the... Uh, positive intelligence program that I that I use with my clients, we learn about ways that we have developed um, 
of our from our survival brain of how we sabotage ourselves. So one of those is like an avoider, right? Like you have just kind of created thought habits that are lead you to avoid and you sabotage yourself that way, right? So mm-hmm. so in that way, um, it's because you value positive emotions, you value peace. Yeah. So you are constantly seeking it in an extreme way. Yeah. Right? Like everybody likes peace and calm and and positive emotions. So, but a, a someone who tends to avoid a lot is just really values that. Yeah. And thinks they need to have it all the time. Right. And they and they don't see how a little bit of stress is good for us. Right. We can we can we can handle our we're designed to handle some stress. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's, that's why it's just avoiding an emotion that we don't want. Yeah. Okay. So when someone is avoiding, what does that tend to look like? Or if like we're avoiding ourselves, what, what do we tend to do? What are like our characteristics there? Okay. So some of them, how it, how it shows up is when okay so how ways that it can look is you avoid conflict by saying yes to things you don't actually want oh okay okay so kind of so, like so a you, you people please people please okay yeah yeah um another one is like you downplay real problems and like try to deflect others okay away from it okay um you have a difficulty saying no like the people pleaser you resist others by being passive aggressive rather than directly oh Okay. Okay. Because someone who's avoiding definitely is having thoughts like, I want to be a good person and a good person doesn't make other people feel negative, right? Or I don't hurt feelings. So, or, or like another thought would be like, no good will come from a conflict. Okay. So you, if you, if you believe those thoughts that like you shouldn't ever have conflict with someone, then you're going to end up being passive aggressive because you're going to feel like when someone's doing something that you don't agree with and, and a conflict arises in you and, but you're believing you're going to be a bad person mm. if you, if you discuss yeah. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you're going to end up being passive aggressive okay. and you will not be able to control it. Yeah. Like it, you, it will just, your energy is passive aggressive. Right. <laughs> and the things you say and, and it, anyway, it's just, you can't help it. Yeah. Cause your, 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 your thoughts aren't aligning with your actions. And yeah. so eventually your thoughts are going to show up. Um, you lose yourself in comforting routines and habits. And that is something that we should talk about more because that's buffering, right? Like when I feel this negative emotion, my routine, my, my way to comfort myself is this. And, and sometimes it might be healthy. Maybe it's, I'm going to go meditate. I'm going to go pray, right? Mm -hmm. Or it might be, I'm going to go eat or I'm going to go, Look at porn and it's going to create more negative in your life. That's how you know if it's going to be an unhealthy way to handle your emotion. Okay. Yeah. Um, you procrastinate unpleasant tasks. And if someone wants something that you don't want, you to avoid the conflict, because again, you're believing that conflict is bad, you'll convince yourself you want it to. Yeah. Yeah. So in a way, you're going to be easily manipulated. 
because you're just trying so hard because you're have, just like, so peace. trying so hard for their yeah yeah and it's just like there's not going to be peace all the time there's not gonna be happy feelings yeah. all the time yeah that makes yeah. sense yeah and and it's sad because i feel like some people avoid and they really feel like they have a good reason like i i don't want to lose my connection with them i don't want this to ruin my relationship if i deal with this i'm going to hurt their feelings um you know stuff like that yeah. So in a way, it's just like, it's kind of sad. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, and like Annika said, she does it, I do it. But it is helpful to see that avoiding never solves. Yeah. There are healthy ways to deal with conflict. And it's such a lie in the moment that there's going to be like peace if you just let it go or don't think yeah. about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's, and that's one thing that I always remind my clients is like once you're aware of the way you sabotage yourself you know and then we call that a saboteur Mm -hmm. right it's like you got hijacked by a thought Mm -hmm. that's sabotaging you it's just really important to remember that it's never going to give you what it's promising you in the moment yeah so like if a conflict comes up between you and your loved one or your partner and your sabotage sabotaging thought is like don't say what you really feel. Don't say what you really feel because you're going to lose this relationship or they'll leave you or they'll, they'll, they won't, they'll be mad at you or, and it feels so right. But in the end, you know, and, and we've talked before, your energy gives you a way they know you, you have unmet concerns that you're not sharing. And then they kind of learn to not trust you. Yeah. They know that you won't say anything negative, right? Like they don't feel heard and validated and it can just keep going and going. So those are some of the characteristics. Okay. So you've talked a little, we've talked to, well, you just talked a little bit about buffering and in past episodes, we've talked about um, buffering as well, but I kind of wanted again for you to just like redefine it for us and give us some examples of what buffering is for those that maybe are unfamiliar with that term. Cause that is a life coaching term. Cause I think that's really important for avoiding. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Really big for people who avoid. Um, yeah. And it's, it's those habits that we talked about the comfort. Um, so how you avoiding or buffering is when you're doing something specifically to avoid any an emotion okay like and 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 the way i look at it is like you don't like what's happening inside you so you're going to go outside you to find a way to escape it okay okay yeah and so so we find something that we can do that will give you a positive emotion to make up for what was happening inside it's like and which is which is very, very common for a lot of people. I mean, I've yeah. done it. You've done it. It's mm-hmm. it's something that we, our survival brain, that's the answer, right? Like, this is not yeah. fun. So leave. Okay. So bye. <laughs> yeah. So obviously go eat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but how you know if it's buffering and not, buffering means it's not helping you. It's numbing you. And it's like, it's not helping you. The, uh, build a better relationship with yourself, to feel safe with yourself, to solve your problems, which we have the capability to access other parts of our brain that know how to handle a negative emotion, how to turn that emotion into a gift. So, because it's understanding and knowledge that you need. So, so how you know if you're buffering is 
if whatever you're doing is creating more negative in your life. Okay. okay. If, if it, you would know by the result you're getting from that buffering activity. Okay. Okay. So if it's eat, eating when you're not hungry, but because you want to emotionally feel better, then you're probably having more food than your body needs. So you would probably gain weight. You might have stomach issues, right? Because you're, you're eating more than your body needs. Right. And how was that going to give you more negative? Well, it affects your health. Mm-hmm. It might affect your self-talk, right? It There's negative that you would see if you are eating when you don't need to eat, okay? Right. Um, drinking is another one, you know? Yeah. You start becoming addicted. You become an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. That's how you know you're using it wrong. Yeah. Um, or overusing it. Um, pornography is a big one. Yeah. Right? Like... I'm going to escape what's happening here and I'm going to do something that gives me a different feeling. Mm-hmm. And how do you know that's buffering? Because again, you're probably getting addicted. You're probably having negative self-talk because you don't want to be addicted to it. Yeah. So that's buffering is when you want to escape what's happening inside. Yeah. And so a big part of helping someone who is avoiding and is a big avoider is to teach them how to feel their emotions. Okay. So that's, so that's like, where I go. Like when I see that I have a client who has an issue with, bu- with buffering and avoiding, that's yeah. the first step I, is to show yeah. them their emotions. That's they have the ability to feel their own emotions. Yeah. It's like not as scary. Like they make it they They make their emotions very scary. I feel like, yeah, or I, mean, I guess we, cause yeah, we, yeah. everyone, I mean like does you and I have done that where you're yeah. like, I do not want to feel this. Mm-hmm. Like I would pretty yeah. much rather do anything than feel embarrassed. And I have yeah. practiced and practiced and practiced feeling embarrassed. And I'm starting to feel like, okay, I can do that. Like it's doesn't stay forever. Mm-hmm. And I get more information of how to maybe improve make being embarrassed about this again, right? Like I yeah. learn from it every time. It's just our survival brain just does not want to feel it. Our survival brain makes our emotions and our feelings such a big deal. Like, but so if you true. were to sit down and just let yourself feel it for however long it needs to be felt, sometimes it's literally two minutes, then it's over. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And especially when you go into, the, like, the procrastination side of stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where I feel like, my biggest like avoidance. whenever I procrastinate, literally, like, I think that I feel better, but it's still there. I, the project is still there. The thing is it's still like, there. It's almost worse because it's, like, on right, the top of your head. It. And you're like, huh, I still have yeah. to do that later, yeah. you know? Yeah, and that but, is just an yeah. example of... Like, there's this thing I want to do because I want to accomplish something. I have a goal. And that's your higher brain. And then you have this other brain that doesn't have that goal, that just wants to feel comfortable right now. It's like, we're constantly dealing with these two brains with two different goals. Yeah. And and just the, the more that I do this work, the more I'm realizing that it's all about just deciding which one's going to sit in the back seat. Yeah. Okay. And so this negative emotion, your, your survival brain is like, run, run, run. 
And it's just like, we have to be like, I know that you're, it's like, you have to put it in the back seat, almost like in the car seat. We're going to put you in your car seat. Mm-hmm. I can't get rid of you because you're attached to me. <laughs> you're keeping my yeah. body safe. You're looking out yeah. for me. I appreciate it. But it's also like, but you're also have the knowledge of a child. You don't right. understand my goals. You don't understand that I want to grow. So let's just put you back here in the back seat. You can come. You can, you can come. Bring, you can, like, the, the fear and all the things you're trying to give me can come too. It's like you have to just decide. And unless you decide, that child brain is going to run your life. And you're going yeah. to run from everything. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. Darn it. Okay, yeah. so, so so buffering. True. So so let's talk a little bit more about buffering and and especially I don't know, Annika, for people your age, how does that look? Um I think definitely like things you said. Um I think we could like, also use people as buffers. It's so true. It's so true. No, I agree with that. And I also agree with what you were saying earlier, just about like procrastination. Um, eating, maybe overly doing really anything, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like even just like overly, I don't know, like working out, yeah. overly like working sometimes, even though you think that's something people would try to avoid, but maybe they're yeah. trying to avoid other feelings by working. And some buffers are more damaging in the result. It's than so others, true. Right? It's like, so true. Like we've talked, I've talked before about like one buffer that I noticed for myself that I told myself was so great. Like I'm so noble, right? right. Is, is I would just get really busy because I, I would start feeling a negative emotion because of my thoughts. Yeah. So I'd run and go clean or do something with, you know, like just, I remember you telling me like you're you, you're so busy all the time. Why don't you just sit down and enjoy a movie or, yeah. um, and it's because I was avoiding that feeling. Now I, I would say there's not really buffering cause I'm getting things done. I'm cleaning, but, but mm-hmm. also the result is I'm not being present and I'm not spending time with people in my life. Yeah. And that's how I know it's a buffer because there is a negative result. Yeah. And the negative result is I can't just be alone with myself. Because I don't want to hear what myself is saying to myself. Right. It's almost like you have to like check with yourself and be like, hey, why am I doing this right now? You know what I mean? Because if yeah. you are doing it, even if it's kind of a good thing, if you are doing it to avoid, that's going to have negative consequences in the end. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's how it was. It was not very obvious. Like we talked about some of these it's other ones. It's not an obvious one like, at all. Like, you know, like drinking or porn or things that really do bring a lot of negative in your life. Some are a little more subtle. Yeah. So it took me some time to actually see that I was buffering with busyness. Yeah. So anyway, you know, some are more subtle. Some are more obvious, mm-hmm. right? Like of the, the how, how unhealthy buffering can be. Yeah. And so I think it would be interesting to talk about some of these bigger buffers and the results that they cause. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know? that lasting results that can affect your life forever. That actually reminds me because one of the buffers you brought up was porn and that in one of my classes, we had a professor come in and talk about like the negatives to watching porn. And I was shocked like sitting there listening to it because I feel like 
it's just crazy how many negative consequences there are to so many buffers. But like with porn specifically, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even think people realize like how many like negative things come with that specific buffer. Like he was talking about how um, because of the connection with our brain, like he, he drew a whole brain on the board. It was really cool. But he was talking about how like with our brain, what we tend to do, like when we feel love is we associate that with people. But when someone watches porn, they can't associate the feeling that they're having with someone else. They associate it with like an object or with like whatever they're watching it on. So they like bond that way. So it's like they actually cannot feel connection with other people and they actually cannot feel like the actual feeling of love with someone. It was insane. It was insane what he was telling us. And I was like, that's just so crazy that there's just these, these negative consequences to so many things. Sometimes we don't even know like all the negative consequences to something. But I thought that was insane. And it's important to, uh, yeah. And I think that's why it's important to talk about buffering, to talk about recognizing when you are buffering and to look and see like the result that that this is going to give me. Is it, is it easier than just feeling the emotion originally? Um, especially like, you know, like you're, like you're using porn as the example, there's many buffers, but when you feel tempted, it would, you would start by what am I trying to avoid? What do I need? Right like now? asking yourself that, what are my thoughts right now? Yeah. Like, am I feeling unloved? Am I feeling stressed out? And I, you know, find out what's the emotion and, and how do you know you, you don't do it and then see what comes up. Okay? Yeah. So like, like, like I want to go, um, eat, eat something that I told myself I didn't want, but I want to go eat yeah. it now. Okay, don't how I know what I'm avoiding is don't go eat it and see how you feel. Mm -hmm. That's the emotion you're trying to escape. So like it's same with the porn thing It's like, okay, I don't want to look at porn. I'm aware of the negative um, consequences that it gives me. The starting point to not doing it is to see how do you feel when you when you don't go your your survival brains like just go. Let's do it. We'll feel better. It's a release. Mm -hmm. Okay. Don't do it and see how you feel. That's the emotion you're trying to avoid. Definitely. And that's the emotion you need to learn how to feel. And just like with me being embarrassed, you can learn to be embarrassed. You can see it's it's a a feeling and it will come and it will go. Yeah. And avoiding the feeling is probably going to bring me more embarrassment. Yeah. More problems. Right? Because I'm going to be so freaked out Mm -hmm. about it and try to avoid it. I'll probably create somehow more. Okay, so we talked about um, the idea of avoiding to kind of numb ourselves, like buffering and stuff. And I just kind of want to talk about the other side of it, which you said was like avoiding conflict. So like maybe like what that looks like or why that's so not okay. And okay, so yeah, so with conflict, like I said, it's it affects by avoiding it. It does not promote you having a good relationship with someone else. Yeah. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. I think for many, many, many generations, it's like if you don't fight, your marriage is successful. Yeah. To be honest, I believed it yeah. for a long time. And not that I fight, but 
you do not, just because you, you don't want conflict doesn't mean that you're, like, conflict doesn't always mean a big fight. Right. Right. Okay. Um, but we're, we've grown that, like, I want to be a peacemaker. Those are, those are, those are common. I want to be Christ-like. I want to be a peacemaker. So I'm going to just shove this down and pretend like I'm not upset about it or uh, pretend that I agree with the other person. Mm-hmm. That is not serving your relationship with yourself or them. That conflict is part of every relationship. Yeah. And pretending it isn't is not helping. So it's it's like you get to decide how you handle it, but pretending that there's not going to, there's not supposed to be conflict is just a real lie. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, remembering that conflict is normal is important and that it can be a gift in your relationship. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because in my, Look at it as you get to have your opinion and I get to have my opinion. We're both safe and we're still in a relationship and I can feel safe to express it. And I think kind of like the goal is let's take this conflict, but let's you and I be a team to figure it out. Yeah. Not you against my, your opinion against my opinion. Let's see here that we have a disagreement. Let's make that the problem that we're both going to solve. Yeah. And, and it feels undoable sometimes because if you're in the default mode, if you're in survival brain, your survival brain doesn't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the wisdom. It doesn't have inspiration. It doesn't have a way to convert conf- like a negative or a conflict. It doesn't know how to do that. So it wants to just run. But you do have your higher brain that does have wisdom that does can be inspired can be calm and can have a healthy conflict and and which once you get through it and you as a couple or a you know the two people in the conflict see that oh my gosh like we just figured this out and we're still like each other we still love each other you just added to your relationship that we, we just solved something. Mm-hmm. We just figured it out together and we met in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. And we, I, I, I'm safe to tell this person how I really feel. That's an amazing relationship. Yeah. So our survival brain doesn't know how to take something negative and make it positive. So that's why we run. Yeah. But your higher brain does have that ability. And if you are able to access that, you can make negatives positive every day of your life and you will not need to run. I can make an embarrassing feeling work for me. Teach me something I didn't know before. Now I know. Now I know that this makes me feel embarrassed. I can either stop. It's just knowledge. Yeah. So. That's so good. That is so good. That's that. I love that. I think that is so powerful. Like once you're not scared of a feeling, it's like think of everything that you can do and think of everything that like won't scare you anymore. Yeah. There's like yeah. kind of will be way less limits in your life, I feel like. Yeah. And it's just 
fun to help people learn how to feel their feelings because once you can feel your feelings, you are a very powerful. Yeah. You are now tapping into the power that we all have. We just don't know it. Yeah. We are literally so powerful. Yeah. It's just like we have to be willing to see that power and to experience it. Yeah. Whether it's sometimes in a negative emotion or a positive emotion. But negative emotions serve us. Yeah. So. So good. That's what we got today. Thanks for listening to this episode, guys. As always, you can go follow us on Instagram or leave a review on the podcast. We really appreciate all of you. And we hope you guys have a good rest of your day.